0: With us today is Mario Economo. He's a former banker in New York, London, Zurich. And he's with us almost every uh, uh, Sunday to give us a report what's going on in Europe, because what goes on in Europe eventually affects what happens in the United States. Uh, Good morning, uh, Mario. Uh, How are you this morning, and what's going on?
1: Yes, good morning, uh, Mr. Katsimatidis and the Cats Roundtable. So today we're going to touch on a couple of uh, several things we're going to touch on germany we're going to touch on france we're going to touch on turkey of course the situation in with ukraine and russia but we're going to start off with this very very large us foreign policy failure in my opinion and specifically that of allowing china to broker an agreement between iran and the kingdom of saudi arabia this actually elevates china to a completely different and new level one that traditionally was held by the united states of america this will therefore have an impact on, uh, with respect to Europe in terms of how the Europeans now begin to view China. And it will actually make the Europeans far less secure in deciding sanctions if the U.S. decides sanctions against China, if China were to support Russia and its war effort against the Ukraine. Because now the Europeans will realize that the Chinese are able to play a dominant role in foreign policy matters. In addition to the fact that their economy is very large and the Europeans need access to it,
0: it seems like China is uh, creating their own access of power uh, between uh, China being the head of it uh, with Russia, uh, even India, because uh, India is buying a lot of Russian oil, uh, Pakistan, uh, Saudi Arabia, Iran, uh, and now who is the one that brokered the deal? where Saudi Arabia is putting $5 billion in the central bank of Turkey. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's also a very good point. We saw that story come out, and it's not so much the amount. The $5 billion itself, in terms of uh, as an amount, is insignificant to the uh, Saudis also insignificant to the turkish economy but it's an important indicator that the saudi uh monarchy is clearly behind and supports president erdogan in turkey but more importantly does support turkey and by the way we should start calling turkey Türkiye because that's uh, the name they're going to start being called uh that's the name of the country now Türkiye. so um This was a very important event. It was a rather dramatic thing for the Saudi king, uh, this rapprochement that now has occurred between the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and Turkey. And if you look on a map, now we see that China has brokered an agreement between uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia has invested in Turkey uh, Qatar, which was always a supporter of Turkey, is there as well. And you see there is a very large chunk of the world with very powerful and rich countries sitting right there in the middle. Uh, that China is essentially uh, the uh, person that they're going to look to for trade, for guidance, for foreign policy. This is a very, very big hit to the United States and to Europe by default and to the West in general. So I think that people are going to have to sit down and reconsider uh, in Washington exactly what the approach is going to be moving forward, because what the approach has been thus far has not been successful. Uh, You did touch on India, and India is going to be where the next G20 will be in September. And apparently the Russians have cleared, the Kremlin has cleared President Putin's book so that he can actually attend. We now have another opportunity for the West to sit down, with the russians with president putin and to try to have a dialogue and see if the war in the ukraine can end we've now seen that the uh, nato uh, secretary general has actually said that Bakhmut most likely will fall according to the wagner group it has fallen and they control the city uh... that is a major strategic defeat for the ukraine and for the west and for europe in particular uh... a lot was pinned on the hopes of the Ukrainians succeeding in pushing the russians out of Bakhmut. They failed. They haven't been able to do that. There's been some confusion. Generals on the ground on the Ukrainian side had ordered a retreat. President Zelensky said, no, stand your ground. So there's a lot of confusion on the ground there. uh, But we know that the Wagner group has raised their flag, and they are now claiming that Bakhmut is under their control. So uh, we know that the Russians also continue to pound all of the Ukraine. They, in fact, did use their Kinzhal hypersonic missiles. Many people said they're doing this because they're running out of uh, artillery and munitions. I suspect that's not the case. I suspect they used their Kinzhal hypersonic missiles because they wanted to see how they will work in a battlefield, uh, in a combat situation. And they worked the way the Russians were hoping they would work.
0: China is creating their own power. And uh, the most disappointing of all, I mean, I don't really consider uh, Turkey, Turkey, uh, a hundred percent NATO country anymore. And, uh, the, the disappointment in what's going on with Saudi Arabia, they don't like president Biden and they don't like the white house.
1: Yes. Uh, well, there's, there's much more at work here. This is essentially what we discussed last week. The decoupling that's happening between these countries and the U S dollar in the West, They're going to basically set up their own system of trade. Uh, If you look at these various countries, China, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Turkey, they all have one thing in common. They don't like foreign meddling. And I accept that. I get that. It's their country. Uh, They want to be able domestically to run things the way they want to run them, in much the same way that the West – uh, Europe and the U.S. do as well, and that's why we've constantly said and discussed on your program that we need to allow these countries to do what they want domestically within their own borders in much the same way that we should and want to, uh, but we should figure out how to trade with them because at the end of the day, we all need to trade.
0: Here we got 30 seconds left. coming.
1: France is having major protests specifically because President Macron wants to increase the retirement age from 62 to 64 over a six-year period. Uh, of course, the unions and the workers don't like that. The s- country is essentially immobilized, uh, trains, uh, uh, various uh, public services. Everything is grinding to a halt. Refineries, once again, are not putting out refined uh, uh, oil into the uh, gas stations. And once again, we expect this to continue. Uh, President Macron will most likely not succeed in passing this. However, he's decided he's going to go ahead and push ahead with this legislation.
0: Mario Konomo, thank you for the update. And we look forward to further discussions and uh, uh, have a great weekend.
1: Thank you. Enjoy your day.